Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. <clears throat> My voice is a little raspy, as you can tell. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. I'm actually doing this on Sunday. What day is it? Oh, yes. Uh, October the 24th. And so we are uh, continuing through Matthew, the 27th chapter, but we're doing cross-references right now. And we're looking at John chapter 19 today, finishing out uh, this portion of the, of the storyline of what happened to Jesus. So here's what it says. Beginning with verse 18. <clears throat> there... They crucified him, and with him two other men, one on either side, and Jesus in between. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It was written, Jesus the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. So that's a little different than what we've seen at this point. Before we've seen that it says the King of the Jews, <clears throat> Pilate wrote, Jesus the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. Therefore, many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where Jesus was crucified <clears throat> was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. So John gives us uh, several details right there we don't receive in the other Gospels. Start with, he lets us know that a lot of the Jewish people <clears throat> read this. They read what Pilate put up there. Remember we saw in the previous Gospels that this was described as the charge against him. So I don't know. This sounds like a legal type of thing. This, in other words, he's saying this is the reason this man is dying in this way, because of this. So many of the Jews read this. Well, why do they read it? Because where he was crucified was near the city, so there's easy access. And everyone knew who Jesus was. Everyone knew what he had been doing. And now they could literally walk a few hundred yards outside of town and see this. And then also Pilate wrote it in Hebrew, Latin, and in Greek which uh, apparently were the languages that were read at that time. We know that they spoke Aramaic also, very diverse. Verse 21, So the chief priests of the Jews were saying to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but that he said, I am king of the Jews. <clears throat> so they wanted Pilate to rewrite this thing to where it would sound like Jesus was claiming to be king of the Jews, but that we know that he wasn't from their perspective, so therefore he's being killed. Pilate answered, what I've written, I've written. <laughs> Again, as I mentioned in a previous episode, I think he'd about had enough of these folks. What do you think? Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his outer garments and made four parts, a part to every soldier, and also the tunic. So what they did was they took the outer garments and they split it up among the, the four soldiers, okay? But they had this outer tunic. The tunic was seamless, woven in one piece. So they said to one another, let's not tear it, but cast lots for it to decide who it shall be. And then John says what one of the other gospels that said, this was done to fulfill the scripture. And here's what the scripture says. They divided my outer garments among them and for my clothing, they cast lots. So Matthew mentions this same thing. And this is out of Psalm uh, 22, verse 18. Therefore, the soldiers did these things. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary. So this would have been Aunt Mary, the wife of Clopas. So Clopas was Uncle Clopas. And Mary Magdalene. So there was Mary, Mary, and Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mary of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. Verse 26. When Jesus then saw his mother 
and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. I'm not sure I understand. <clears throat> My iPad is acting up again. <laughs> and anytime I say something apparently with a hard S, it drives it crazy, right? So right here we see, um, we're in John, remember, the Gospel of John. And John says, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Well, that was John's reference for himself in his gospel. So Jesus is hanging on a cross. He looks at his mother. So he would have said this in, in intense agony and moaning and groaning. Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple. So who's this disciple? John. Jesus' closest disciple. He says to John, behold your mother. From that hour, the disciple took her into his own household. We don't see this in other Gospels. John's the one that explains this to us. <clears throat> so even while hanging on the cross in the agony of that, Jesus was not only concerned about the world, not only concerned, remember what he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, but he was taking care of his mom and you say, well, maybe that you know, maybe other people weren't there. No, her sister's right there. She could have probably moved in with her sister. Mary Magdalene's there. She could have done <clears throat> probably any other number of things. But Jesus tells her, "Behold your son," and then he looks at John and says, "Behold your mother." I think there's something about Jesus addressing the family issues, taking care of his mom, literally in his last moments before he dies. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you all in the next episode, okay? Goodbye.